Good morning. Welcome to Dwayne Cotton's Build America. I'm Dwayne Cotton, and I'm here with Ken Johnson, my co-host. Happy Saturday. How are you, sir? I am almost conscious. We uh, ha- ha- Did you have a good week? It was a very busy week. Good. <laughs> it was a really busy so week. We'll take that as a good week. I, you know, of course, I'm... I'm I'm on the uh, scale of you know zero to ten on the ten being the most stressful. I'm I'm at eleven this week, <laughs> trying to finish a couple projects at one time and um, and go from there. But you know what? Happy to be alive. Love this weather and I love this time of the year. I do too. You know, I was talking to two other uh, tripods, males, men, guys, <laughs> dudes, and it, it's a it's a woman guy thing. Yeah, Guys like it cool. We love the fall. The When you get up early in the morning, well, maybe not as early as I do, but when it's like 58, 60 degrees in the morning and it gets to be maybe 75 during the day, that's perfect. Yep. Just perfect. On the other hand, the estrogen set is freezing. It's cold. I don't like it when it's Turn cold. Turn the heat on. Turn the heat on. It's a guy. It's an estrogen testosterone thing, and it's probably been since the day of, you know, Honey, can you put another fire on the log in the cave? No, it's warm enough in here, but I'm freezing. I mean, I'm sure it goes that far back. Yeah, it probably does. I tell you, I, I, I love the, I don't know, just this time of the year. Um, you know, we're always busy between now and uh, right after New Year's. And then there's that, I call it just that lost two months, January and February. <laughs> And then March, you start hoping for summer again, you know. So, but this year, I think we're going to mix it up with a trip to Florida again, and uh, and uh, in January, try Bush Gardens down there, like right in the middle of January, just to get out of the cold here. It can be a good thing or a bad thing. Most of the times when I've ever been in Florida in January, it was nice, seventy-five degree days, seventy, seventy-five degree days. Usually sunshine, not a lot of rain. At night, you need a sweater or a jacket, and that's fine. The week we went for our honeymoon in Uh-oh. January, the coldest week in Florida weather history. Nice. You timed it perfectly. Standing in next to that big, huge World Showcase Lake at Epcot over by Japan, and the wind blowing across that lake, it felt like I was Nanook of the North. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, and guess who wanted to go hop in the pool? Uh, well, the pool was heated. That part wasn't bad. Oh, it's just when you got out, you freeze it There's up. that marathon of getting from the pool to the room, and guess what? It's 30 degrees, and you're wet. That's right. We uh, Last February, I f- you know, flew out from Richmond. We uh, took off Richmond. I think it was like 730. It was 4 degrees. We landed in, uh, at MCO, or Orlando, and it was 38 degrees. And, you know... That's an hour and 20, 30-minute flight. We warmed up, you know, quite a bit, just an hour and a half. And when we go down there, those poor people were freezing to death. And <laughs> yeah. ha- ha- my daughter Haley and I, we were like, hey, you know, where's the beach? You know, we just left four degrees. You know, this is great. 38? 38's a good day, man. Where's my short sleeve? And then we left. That was Friday. When we came back on Sunday, we rented a car while we were down there, and we had a convertible. We were riding around with a top down. Sunday, it was 70, I think, 73 degrees. So from 38 to 73 in just uh, you know two and a half days. It's all relative. I'm sure there are people that live up in the Arctic Circle who think we're crazy when we complain when it's zero. Yeah, but, uh, you know, a uh, little bit about us uh, or a little bit about me. Um, I was a, a two-time builder for Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Um for ABC, uh, you know, show's been off the air now for what two, three years. Uh, but uh, one of the things that we did was 
uh, one of the builds was Pine Mountain Valley, Georgia, and no cell reception uh, and cold. It was borderline between sleet and snow, but it felt so much colder than, you know, 31, 32 degrees because of the humidity mm-hmm. and the way the winds were blowing through the mountains. It was it was a cold build. Flipped that around 11 months later, we were doing the Virginia Beach build. And it was uh, pretty daggone cold Yeah. after, you know, I mean, we had one day of, what, 65, 70 degrees, yeah. and a cold front came through, and two days later, it was raining and about 38. It was nasty. Uh, but, you know, hey, that's welcome to the real world, and especially in construction, the type of work we do. Uh, getting into fall brings uh, a lot of things to start to think about on your house. Stuff that you would rather maintenance you could kind of look forward and do now versus waiting till January, February when you're, you know, when it's going to be probably the coldest. Um, And, you know, if you can take care of a few things now, start planning it because now is the time. And you NASCAR folks out there, if you're going to go jump in the race, before you get up to that starting line, before you get going, you kind of want to make sure the tires are okay. Yep. Make sure you got a full tank of gas. Make sure the windshield's clean. Do all the things that you need to do to make sure that you're going to win that race. Well, it's the same thing with your heating and air conditioning system. You don't wait to that first day when it hits 25 degrees and you turn on the heat and all of a sudden, boom, something goes wrong or it's not warming up just right or something, you make sure you you tune up and check out your heating and air conditioning system just like you would your car before the race. And now, now is the time to do it. Now that we're past most of the extreme heat and the cool hasn't really hit yet, now's the time to do it because if something needs to be repaired or placed, if you need a new system or if you just need some work done on it, if you don't have your heating and air for a couple of days, that's not going to be that big a deal. So this is the time yep. to get your system checked. It is. And, and you know, if you have uh, fuel-burning furnaces, oil or natural gas, uh, very safe. I love I'm actually a natural gas fan. I love it. But if you have one of those type of systems, you want to make sure that it, you're – there's something in it called a heat exchanger, and that's what separates the flame from the air blowing around it to give you heat in your house. If you ever get a crack – you know, or a rusted hole or something like that in that heat exchanger, you have the potential to mix what's inside of it, which is the spent fuel, the carbon monoxide, and the air going past the outside of it into the house. And so that's where some of the carbon monoxide issues come in. Uh, If a vent pipe has gotten disconnected over the summertime, uh, you know, someone has bumped into it. Maybe you're, you have a shelf above the furnace or some, you're trying to put a box up, it fell and hit the flu and damaged it. You know, what, what if, you know, these are the kind of things. I mean, of course you can go out and look at that, make sure everything's connected. Uh, but definitely recommend hiring a professional to come in and do a maintenance on your furnace. If you have a heat pump, just as important where the uh, high voltage wires tie into the indoor unit. Sometimes there's a loose connection forms there. And that can cause some arcing and some you know problems there. We've actually seen fires in the air handler. It's called an air handler uh, or a fan coil. Depends on what side of the book you read. Um, <laughs> and uh, we've actually seen some fires, you know, caused from that. And, but most of the time what you get is just a smell in a house. You know, you smell something burning as it's cooking away. The fan's moving air, so you're constantly pumping that in. And most people then figure out they have a problem. They turn it off and call a heating and air conditioning company. One of the things that Build America as a company, you know, we – I'm, I, I've kind of like to say I'm at the helm of four different companies um, – uh, one's unrelated to what we do here, but the three companies that we really uh, pursue and promote 
Build America Construction, Build America Services, and Build America Properties. We're one of the only companies around that has such a broad reach into the the housing, real estate, and commercial building angle. And what does that mean? Well, today we're going to talk about Build America Services, the side of our company that services commercial buildings, uh, replace door handles, ceiling tiles, storefronts, uh, you know, has a plumber take care of a, a, a stopped up you know, sink in a kitchen, uh, a renovation that you need done, uh, you know, a few improvements that you need done after hours after your restaurant closes, you know, a company that can do that. Uh, but mainly if you have your heating and air conditioning in that restaurant or that office building or that uh, industrial space, if your heating and air conditioning goes out, you can, you know, someone you can call residential, the heating and air conditioning at your house. Uh, if something fails there, one person to call. You know, what we think there's a real value in one phone number with multiple solutions. So if you call us and you want a house built, we can build your house. Uh, we don't do renovations anymore with, li- you know, live-in renovations. Uh, kind of the exception we were asked this week said, okay, well, if you, if you build our new house, would you do some stuff to our old house? And the answer to that was yes, as long as you're not living there, because we don't like doing renovations with live-ins. It's, mm. it's, there's too much going on. There's the timing and things like that. So the idea is that we would make some exceptions like that. You know, we're going to build a new house. They're going to be moving in their new house. And this is a client out in Newport News uh, just called us actually on Wednesday. And so if we built – and the house would be built in Isle of Wight County. So if we build this house – and as soon as they move in, then we'll jump back over to their old house and hurry up and get a turnaround done so they can get it back on the market and get it sold. So obviously they don't have the two, two house payments together. And so, yeah, 900 and I think 80 square foot house, uh, like they're in the Denby section of, of uh, Newport News, real nice neighborhood. House should sell pretty quick. But the stuff that we would do there would just be, I think, amazing. Think about it. One call. You know, you've called someone to build your new house, and now they're helping you solve some other issues as you have. But the main thing is the services. So as we get ready for the winter, and you're, you know, you want to know maybe what do you need to do to your house? Well, there's a difference between service and renovations. Okay, uh, service is basically when we fix, come out and fix stuff. We fix the heating and air. We fix the plumbing. Uh, we have our electrician. Um, yeah, we can refer you to an electrician, licensed electrician, to come out and take care of some stuff. But we have access to a really good guys. Actually, two different companies that we can call uh, if you need your gutters cleaned. Um, if you know, if if you're looking at conditioning the crawl space, things like that. So one call, and if we come out and look at a furnace issue, and maybe we find when we're there, okay, the problem's not the furnace. The problem is something in the crawl space. You water leaking. You know, as we. Uh, research system figured out we have a plumbing pipe up in a floor damage we can help take care of that so we don't just have to leave you hanging and say good luck call a plumber or carpenter or whoever and then you know then it's up to you again to get a solution to your problem so that's kind of one thing is that we're all in-house so the service division and one of the biggest things too is your if you have an office building and you want to replace a few doors you want to paint a couple rooms, offices. You've had someone move out. You need to freshen it up for the new person. That's where we're really shine on the services side. We come in. That's not a construction job. A uh, construction job would be a total office renovation. We're talking a, a you know a total building, office building renovation. A single office to be freshened up for a new employee is not a construction job. 
That's somewhere you need to call a service division. Now, what's the difference? Well, with services, you have hourly uh, employees that are working, and the the task at hand can easily be estimated on how long it's going to take. So we can look at a job and tell you accurately, uh, providing there's no changes, how long it's going to take and how much it's going to cost. Well, so might, well you can do that in a renovation too. Now, it's different because of the time span the what are you going to find as you're tearing a kitchen out and tearing a you know the entire floor system out of a house and then you might pick other selections throughout that process it all changes time uh, timeline changes cost change whereas a simple repair in your office restaurant or house is a small uh small task generally I mean, maybe we're changing a furnace, and that's three or four thousand dollars, but it's done generally in a day. Mm-hmm. And as we're doing that, if we find issues, uh, maybe the furnace is in the attic, and equipment, heating and air conditioning equipment has gotten bigger over the last few years. Coils mainly. So, what if the access is not big enough to go up into the, the you know the attic? Well, we can have one of our guys come out, enlarge that, trim it out, paint it like it was never touched. But it's not a call you have to make. We don't have to hire it out to someone else and create this time lag. We can do it instantly. So Build America Services basically answers a lot of homeowners' questions. Everything literally from the foundation to the roof. If you're a business owner and you've got a business and you're thinking, well, I need to do some changes, maybe even something as subtle as changing the light. Maybe the fluorescent lights just aren't cutting it. You want something to kind of improve the mood to get your employees going right or just do some office changing around. Maybe you need bigger offices or maybe you need to tear out the walls, just have one big open space, whatever. You make one call. By the way, business owner, while you're thinking about doing that, you're thinking about building a new house. You found a nice piece of property somewhere. You want to build a nice house and make sure it's done right. Guess what? Same phone number. What are you going to do with that old house that you've got? Now that you've got this new house, you need to fix it up a little bit. Same not. Yep. Are we making the point here? Yep. It's a one-stop shop. Everything and anything you need, That's you right. call Dwayne Cotton, Build America. Yep, and you can reach us at 757-483-4848. That's 483-4848. You can also find me at Dwayne cotton.com and it's that's spelt Dwayne is spelt d-u-a-n-e cotton.com and if you would like you can go to build america construction and check out our website there so it's easy to get a hold of us uh, <laughs> if you have any questions today if you'd like to call in you can give us a ring at 454-1650 that's 454-1650 if you have any questions about your home your office you just need an honest opinion uh look so I'm uh, proud of everyone that works with us, some of the best guys that you'll ever get. We have, for apples to apples, we have the lowest prices of any of our competition. I mean, any. And I'll, you know, with any respectable company, that means licensed, insured company that advertises legit. Any, I'll beat any advertised price on heating and air conditioning equipment between now and December, um, December 1st. Anything. If you have an ad in the paper... And this is an installed price for a furnace. I will beat that by at least $1. How's that? That's pretty good. That's a live commercial that I just came up with right now because if any legitimate company can do it, Build America Services being constantly a lower um, cost to you. You know, you get high value in the performance, high value in the work, the cost, dollars you're giving away or for this service. I, I try to make that as little as possible. Why do I do that? Well, 
you know, there's a there's a magic in business in numbers, right? So the more people we service, obviously the more money we make, the more happy clients we make. The more people they tell, the more clients we get. It's the snowball effect. We're not worried about the if we can get one, you know, huge overly priced job a week, we'd be happy. No, our our, our goal is to be the best priced company around and to get in, get out, solve your problems, move on to your neighbor's house or your friend's house or somebody across town. That's how you – I mean that's the name of the game. It's no secret. It's, sometimes you just have to say it again to remind people that's how it should be done. There's a word for it. It's called value. Value. That used to be important to Americans well, in, the, in American business. I think some of it's kind of gotten lost in the sauce. Some of the people that got involved in business saw immediate big profit and never mind whether it's worth a darn cheap stuff being made and sold at high prices, whatever you want to – take it whatever direction but that's the important part of it is value there's a certain theater owner we both know who believes in that when people come to the theater and they see how low the ticket price is and then when they see how low the popcorn and drink price is and it's not the brought in from another place in the big bag it's popped on site with real butter popcorn it's like wow why is it so cheap it's not cheap it's a value it's closer to what it actually should be and that's what we're talking here you can spend a lot of money and get something that's really bad or you can spend a little money and get something really good. That's called value, and that's yeah. what we're offering and here. And part of the value, value about that theater you're mentioning is a, a place that you can go and feel safe, comfortable, and you can actually hear the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to hear everything around you going on. You actually hear the movie. So, And you yeah. can charge your Tesla there. That's anyway. right. So the, the, the value that you add to anything – and, you know, this is value that – I mean, this conversation could go off talking about personal uh, improvement, <laughs> your business. I mean, because value is something that you you um, add to your life, mm-hmm. you add to your job, you add to your profession. What what if you're going into an office full of people and you don't feel like you stand out at all? Well, you can add some value to yourself. You can be, be on top of your game, change your wardrobe slightly, stand out. Um, I mean, you don't have to go in a clown suit, but I just mean, you know, really start to make yourself shine and go to work. And you can just add value to to yourself by that. But what we're talking about right now is adding value to your house. And how you add that is by replacing the old, raggedy, sometimes dangerous heating and air conditioning equipment with something new, high efficient. That's actually going to save you money. And if put in properly, um, it's going to save you money in the long run. So you're not – if you look at your repair costs and your higher utility costs, it's cheaper now to change this equipment out than it is to do it, you know, five years from now after you've already spent 1000 or $1,500 in repairs. And each time in between those repairs, it was just sucking out the, you know, the electricity or the gas and not really doing anything for you. If you look at the cost of putting in a new system, maybe it might be two or three thousand. But then you figure out if you save a hundred bucks a month and then multiply that, how soon do you recoup? Well, in many cases, it doesn't take that long. Plus, it's a savings after you've paid off the cost of that. It's a savings. That's money in your pocket each and every month that you weren't able to save before. You were spending before, and now you're saving it. And one more added value is comfort. So that each time, you know, you're not worried. I mean, that's not a way to live. We have enough to worry about. You shouldn't worry about, okay, there's a cold front coming. Is the furnace going to make it? Yeah. And that's not a problem you need to have. You need to get that out of your head and start worried about, you know, big stuff because that's, you know, that can be big unless you just, if you deal with it now, it's not a, it's not an issue. And then, what if that new equipment fails? What if that small chance that there's a part that fails? Well, it's one call to us, at least, to the company who put it in or, 
if somebody else put it in and you can't get them, you call me. Um, if we buy it, I mean, if we sell it to you and, and you buy from us and there's a problem with it, basically there's no labor charge. Everything is done under warranty and we don't try to come up and upsell the service call. If you have any questions about something around your home or office, uh, whether you have a door that won't close, a, a furnace that won't uh, heat, an AC that just has given up, give us a call, 454-1650. And, or if you're Richmond West, add 757 in front of that if you have any questions at all. If you don't want to talk on the air, you can call my office at 483-4848. Again, again, 757 757- Four eight three forty eight forty eight. If you just want to check out some of the stuff that we do online, you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, um, and also my website. My website's the easiest place to go, DwayneCotton.com, and you'll see the social media icons. You can click on whichever one you want to go to and see some of the pictures or short videos and things we talk about on there if you want to kind of know, you know who I am and what we're about. So it's pretty interesting. You know, we, we were talking before the show today. You, we may talk about building a house. We may talk about servicing something in your home or office, and we may talk about building a business. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, my Twitter handle is at Dwayne the Builder, and I figured the other day, I was like, man, maybe I should just put my name. And then as I thought about it, I was like, no, you know, whatever. I'm about building stuff, right, building relationships, building a business, yeah. uh, building a client base, uh, building houses, building Come, it's the perfect Twitter handle. Yeah, it is. You know, so uh, in the name of our show, Dwayne Cotton's Build America. Uh, yeah, part of you know, uh, I want to make sure that I bring at least in every job that we're involved with, we bring value back. You don't have to worry about if you pay someone, are they going to do the job? You don't have to worry about is it going to be done right. Um, if, if you hey, if you have a heating and air conditioning problem, for example. Um, and you've had this problem for years and years and years and years, and you've called people to come out and fix it. You're the perfect person I want because I, and if, with your permission, I would love to come out and document the problem. You know, why have you been in this house for five or 10 years and had a problem every single year? And what's the problem and how, and what do we do to fix it? And did we fix it? And those are the kind of things right there that adds value to me as a company, because we've proven to ourselves and to that client that we can go out and fix anything. I mean, anything made by man can be fixed by man. If you think about it like that, nothing is daunting, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you think about working on a space or building a space shelter, you think, oh, wow, it's out of my control. But the same people who build it work on it. You know, nothing's too, nothing is too hard for us to figure out, at least mechanical stuff. Uh, you know, when Kennedy said, let's go to the moon in less than a decade, everyone said, there ain't no way. Well, guess what? We right. did it. Well, and haven't and, been and, back, but we did it. Right. And that was rallying people together as well. So part of what we're trying to do is our company is rally our company together to make sure that we're going out into the marketplace and adding value for all of our clients. So if you call us, hey, guess what? Um, I will guarantee you you're going to be happy with the experience. I mean, that's what we're all about. Um, you know, we, we, you know, if it's, if your problem is with your heating and air conditioning or your commercial office space and there's a wall in the way you were mentioning that or a door's not opening if it's anything like that, or if you just want a new house built and you want to know from the foundation to the roof is built properly, that's the kind of stuff I can help you with. Um, we're also getting pretty good at helping to uh, give our opinions, it's an unprofessional opinion, of course, but on growing businesses. You know, what should I do if you're starting a business? 
one of the things I would, I you know, I like to tell people is here's a you know we're a company that has basically been doing just construction for years. And, and uh, last year, year and a half ago, we started adding the services back into it because it was a, it was a market that we needed to enter back into, obviously, to, to keep ourselves busy. But more importantly, it's about, um, I'm just going to say it, rescuing some of our clients. Because some of my old clients from the years ago, I, I used to own a heating and air company. And um, I've, I've talked to the, you know, the, some of those clients, and they've moved, moved on to other companies in the area. And, and uh, they're just, we spoiled them. <laughs> and, 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 and so that's what I want to kind of bring back. I want to bring back that attitude to where they knew exactly when they called us what exactly what they were going to get. I want to bring that to Build America Services, and I don't think it's a bad thing to bring. It's adding value to my company, and it's adding value to you, the client, and the fact that it's one less thing you've got to worry about. First of all, who's in your house? Second of all, do they know what they're doing? Yeah. yeah. And it adds value down the road because it's going to affect a lot of other people. So you're touching many lives with one thing. And on building a house, I had somebody ask me that two or three weeks ago. I said, isn't that awfully expensive? So I thought maybe we should kind of look at the cost of building a house versus buying a house versus buying a house, renovating the house, and all that sort of thing. Most of the time when you go to buy a house... It's not always perfect. I mean, I'm sure there's a percentage of people that buy a house and they don't do a thing. Right. It's perfect as it is. They open the door and they're done. They move in. But Sit down most watch everybody TV. wants to, well, I don't like the painting here. Well, let's knock out this wall. Well, that closet's useless. We need more space here. But you, you end up having to change things anyway and spend some money. So if you add in the cost of purchasing the house and then doing all the fixing up versus actually building it the way you want it to begin with. So you don't have to do the renovation. How far apart of this cost? Well, that totally depends on what you're doing. So if you're building a uh, move in ready, what we call an average house, you're going to spend probably retail. And this is the house being sold uh, without the land. You're going to spend probably, a hundred to one hundred and ten dollars a foot. When you start changing, and you start adding custom cabinets and custom counters and custom flooring, and you know, there's all these custom items and your 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 nine foot ceilings, and and you start adding all this stuff, you're going to be getting closer when it's truly a custom job to around the hundred forty dollar a square foot mark. Now, renovating is different because. It, it's it's you're pricing the task because in renovation, we, you know, we can't just have our buddies at the East Coast come over and knock the equipment or the, the building or the house down, you know, and start from a flat lot. We're having to go in and surgically remove, unless you are doing a total renovation, you're, <laughs> you're, you're surgically removing things in the house. You know, you're you can't tear up the, the drywall that's staying. You can't tear up the floor that's staying. So you've you've got to go in and be a little more careful. That adds a lot of labor, right? A lot of add a lot of time, a lot of labor to do that, a lot of risk too. Because what if you tear up that? You have to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there, there is a sense, and I think uh, Donald Wolfinghoff, who we've had on the show several times, energy uh, expert, home energy expert, and commercial, uh, th- he'll he'll I think tell you, and he does in his book, um, that if you take a single street say you take elm street and house at 101 and 103 are both houses built in the 1940s they're kind of simple little houses if we go in and totally renovate the first house 
and do everything that we need to do and make this house look totally awesome. And if I tear down the house next to it and build a new home that maybe doesn't have some of the character that the old one did, but it's a nice new house and everything's fresh, apples to apples. Now, cost is going to be more on the new home. But that new home, I think the uh, formula was over 75% of the time will sell quicker than the renovated older home Hmm. because it was a new home. Okay. Now, when we try to put a cost to it, it's really hard to compare cost per square foot to uh, renovate an older home versus building a new home. Because, you know, with a new home, we're dealing with footings, foundations, utilities, um, every, you know, really everything. Whereas renovations, we're dealing with what? What do you want done? Are, you, are we doing a roof and, and trim and flooring or are we doing a room addition and taking the garage, converting it to a den? There's so many things. Uh, price per square foot, you just really can't narrow it down, at least honestly and accurately. But I guess the bottom line is two things. One, how long will you be living there? Is this mm-hmm. a house you're going to live in for 10, maybe 15 years and then sell it? Or is it going to be left for, you know, progeny? Or is this a house, your last house? This is it. You're not moving anywhere else after this house. You want it to be what you want. You want it to fit your needs, be comfortable, to come home and be relaxed and not have to sit in that chair and think, well, gee, I wish that wall wasn't there. You know, my golly, we don't use that closet anymore. Boy, I really hate the paint in this room. Right. You want to be comfortable, not have to go through all that in your mind every day. I know some things not done at our house. I do that. (laughs) I sit down in the den and I'll think, well, you know, I really should do something about those shelves. You want to have a get house to it. Well, done and you're comfortable and you're happy with. Yeah. And if it's your, you know, quote unquote last house uh, that you plan on buying or moving into, a first floor master might be something that's appealing. You know, because, you know, what if uh, you get to the point to where hiking the steps every day is sort of like, a, you know, an Everest expedition. You know, it's it's something you just, <laughs> you know, it's a job. So a first floor master and a, and a your entertaining area totally downstairs is is somewhere that obviously you can pretty much live and guests can stay upstairs when they come if it's a two story house. The thing about our area too is especially if you're out in the country, the rural areas, you can build a big sprawling ranch without an issue, right? Mm-hmm. When we're in some of the developed neighborhoods and streets that we have, sometimes and some. Some areas are, you know, we're talking big ranches. We're talking 2,500-plus square foot ranchers. That takes up a lot of ground space, and a lot of the lots aren't big enough for that. So most new homes being built, especially in infill lots or where homes were torn down, are two-story. So you're going up with the square footage. You know, we have the little footprint down. We have the same one up, and bingo, there we go. We have the two-story house with 2,300 square feet at best and with a two-car garage. At best, a three-bedroom rancher with a one-car garage, I might have on that same lot with the setback requirements from the city, I might only have, you know, 13, 1,400 square feet. So, obviously, where you build will determine on what you build. Um, if we're out in the rural areas, generally you can build what you want. I mean, because if you're buying enough land, of course, your setbacks are going to be that, so it's not an issue. But um, – if you're buying in Ghent, if you're buying in Ghent, you're going you're going vertical, uh, and there's a lot of re- you know I don't know if I've ever seen this word somewhere, but I know this is something I've always thought about. Is I call it replacement housing. You know, we have a lot of homes in an area that are older, a little bit small on the smaller side, and that if you simply go in and tear that um, tear that house down, demo and go up 
you know, go back in with a new home and go up with it. You're able to add the square footage, keep the garage, and, add, and most of the time have a two-car garage, you know, kind of configured into the design. Uh, that house now is appealing to a whole lot of people. Uh, and then what you have to watch out for is your appraisals. You just need to make sure you don't overbuild where an appraiser can pull comps from. You know, if you're the only and first and new house in a, you know, a a 10 mile area, then, you know, you're, you're going to be probably, you know, fighting with the appraiser quite a bit. Uh, but if you're in a neighborhood that this replacement housing has already started years ago, they're able to go in and pull from these other homes as long as you don't overbuild, you know. So it's one thing to say what you're going to build in the neighborhood. It's another thing to say, what if you want to sell one day? First of all, if you're getting a loan for it, we can't, we can't build a house that costs more than the value. I mean that's simple math. You don't want to do that, but you can't with a bank when you're with you have your uh, your your financing involved. Uh, but what if you had cash? Uh, you're going to build a house. You could care less. Well, you want to sell it maybe one day, or you want an exit strategy. You want to make sure that you didn't overbuild for the neighborhood. That whatever you've done, you at least get your money back, but preferably make a profit. And so, those are the kind of things when you're dealing with a builder that you know we try to envision. Okay, it's not really my job to worry about if you're going to sell the house in two, three, five, ten years, but it's something that we automatically suggest at least at least once to you. Hey, let's just make sure we don't do something that we can't get our money out in the future. You know, we as if we've invested ourselves in your your project, and and we have as a consultant or as your builder uh, that we've we're investing our good name, our trust, our belief system into your project to make sure that if we build your house, it's going to be solid. It's going to be one of the best around, and it's not going to give you a bunch of problems. If there is an issue, we come back and fix it. The other thing is that we didn't contribute to you overbuilding in an area and costing yourself money. That's just something that we do. That's well, I would imagine that also applies to a degree to the business, too, as opposed to renovating moving in and changing or tearing down and building new or building new on an empty lot. Uh, same principles for the most part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, commercial space is unique. The commercial buildings are so rugged in nature. If you're looking at, say, a strip mall put up 30 years ago, uh, have you seen some of the, the new – the, re, the refacing of some of the old shopping oh, yeah. centers is done. Some of them have gone through four and five refacing. I mean, you remember what this place looked like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. And then you drive by and look at it now, and it looks like a new development. Some of these, some of these old commercial spaces uh, you can totally renovate, and with the zoning issues and certain grandfathering clauses with commercial space, sometimes it's cheaper to do that. Now, single family, it's a little bit different. We have so many things now energy-wise that we have to uh, – codes, energy codes that we have to meet. Sometimes tearing a house down, building a new one is the quickest and easiest way. Now, we'll say there's an exception to fast food restaurants that you see on the corners tearing the restaurants down. had a friend of mine ask me, why would they tear it down and rebuild and rebuild not renovate? The same well, place. Well, there's a couple issues that with a big chain – like, you know, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A or something like that. They've spent millions of dollars into studying habits of their uh, their uh, clients and, you know, how many people are using the drive through versus coming in and sitting down now. And if you've noticed that a lot of your drive throughs are double-laned mm-hmm. and the restaurant space is smaller because there's a thought that there's less people going into fast food restaurants, sitting down, eating dinner. There's more people going through a drive through taking it home, sort of switching. But they also know what colors, what shapes, what designs – they spent a lot of money in understanding their clients, which is awesome for them. Great business, right? 
And, and so when it comes time to renovate a building and give it that new uniform look that all the restaurants have, sometimes you can't take that new design and physically make it work on that old building because they would they would start to look like kind of one-offs, yeah. you know, like independent shops. Whereas a company like that really wants their brand and their image to be consistent. And so they'll actually tear down the entire building and start over. And now they're able to get the new floor plan, the design, the added drive-through capacity, or whatever their particular thought process is, they're able to get it quicker. And see, that's another thing is when a restaurant's down, I mean, they need to be, you know, you know, they need to basically get in, get out and start making hamburgers again or whatever they're doing as quick as possible. <clears throat> there are a few exceptions. Some restaurants will figure out that their uh, that the area that your outdoor sort of, you know, um, for a long time, one of the restaurants had a sort of a glass sunroom type thing hanging off the side of it. You know, you had your glass curved ceiling so you could get a sensation you were sitting outside, but you're inside the restaurant. Uh, they've done away with that space and added normal, you know, uh, dining space like the rest of the restaurant. So there are exceptions. Some restaurants will build on national chains. They will build onto their restaurant, but we're talking typical is it's coming down. The new one's going up. So, um, you know, you know, so commercial is a little bit different. So how you, you know, how do you add value to a commercial property? Basically you look at it and see, okay, what do you want to do in that? What's your all, what is your business? Is it an office building? Is it a, you know, are you a manufacturing facility? Uh, is the restaurant. And then, first of all, you have to make sure all the codes and everything work out. But providing all that's been you know, researched and you're, you're good, what are you going to use that building for will determine what needs to be done and if it can be done at a valuable price or at a value. And I would imagine <laughs> Richmond, to me, a lot of Richmond is almost like a commercial shopping center. There are so many buildings, warehouses, former stores that are vacant now. There's so much land that's zoned for a commercial property. In good locations, good locations yep. where the buildings are old, abandoned, and some of Richmond's uh, revitalized. Of course, I wouldn't be in Richmond this weekend with a race going on. You can't get anywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> on a normal basis, there's a lot of places that uh, you could just pick and choose with yep. with buildings. It's just a case of which building suits you best, and I would imagine that helps helps cut down the cost because you don't have to build a lot. It's just a, made, a matter of taking the old building, fixing it up just a bit, making sure it works right for you, and then you're good to go. Hang out your shingle and put out the uh, website. Well, and common sense would have you believe that it would be up, it would be to a uh, city council's advantage to push through um, ordinances and code changes that would allow people to take these older buildings and turn them into usable commercial spaces again. The problem that you have in some some areas is some of the older buildings fall into unique zoning requirements or or basically that building is sitting vacant and a lot of times because uh you can't do what you might you know want to do to that building. Uh you want to be able to take this old warehouse and turn it into a new coffee shop. Well that's done. I mean it's done sometimes and certain cities are a little bit smarter than others as they look at the value. You know, we talk about value, they look at the value in the property that they have existing. And wouldn't it be better instead of building on the empty lot six blocks down, wouldn't it better to renovate that basically eyesore that they have and bring that, you know, and if it's a really old building, now you're you're adding more value by bringing some of the character of that building back like the theater we we're talking about mm -hmm. 
it's a nice place to go now, but good grief, look at the architectural features of it. You know, it, it, you would be crazy not to bring it back to life. And so these are some of the multiple ways that we add value to a business or a, uh, a city can add value to their own city by simply re- – and, and when I say relax, I don't mean do something, you know, halfway. <laughs> I just mean take a rule that would work anywhere else but on that block and just get rid of it. Right. Because, you know, if what we're doing meets a national building code, it that, you know, there's just cities that just have their preferences. And, uh, you know, we had to tear an old commercial building down in York County that we bought. And then there was a lot of uproar when we tore it down. Well, how were they allowed to do that? Well, we weren't allowed to do anything else. That's why we were allowed to do it. Yeah. You know, so we wanted to do more with it. However, where our hands were tied and uh, if you get through zoning, that's half the battle. Then you've got to get through the building and permits. And then if you deal with the, the one city that Joe, the contractor, dealt with, you you have to get through clerk, <laughs> you have to get through and around Clerk Ratchet. How was, Remember, how, that was a good story. Yeah, how was Joe doing, by the way? Did he get all that taken care of? Joe's all taken care of there, but still living the dream every day. <laughs> you know, going sort of like petting a fish the wrong way or something, you know, the fins, the feathers, or uh, the scales. I guess the fish had feathers. We'd all have problems, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, there was the feather and fin chain for a while. Well, that's what I was thinking like, about. It was like, uh, what, chicken and seafood, yeah. a little fat. Well, that was a fast restaurant. going in the same grease pat. Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, old chain restaurants sometimes turn into one-off mom-and-pop shops, which is nothing wrong with that at all. But, you know, there was a place in Hampton. I'll never forget this place. It was called Grandy's. Had the best drive through breakfast you could ever ask for. I mean, it was truly drive through but it was something that you would get at a sit-down breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now it's a clothing store. It was something else before that. No, I'm sorry. It went from a restaurant, another restaurant, to a clothing store, and now it's, uh, I think it's some type of um, Asian food uh place uh so it's gone from restaurant restaurant retail store to restaurant again yeah so you know and and that's a building there that one day will will come down because a chain will want to come in and build their unique store and that building will go away and bam they'll put in their new one just like you see your your pharmacies on the opposing corners yeah you know all the buildings look the same they all are about the same size now sometimes they will alter size to make it fit a particular piece of property, but we're not talking much. We're talking you know, a few hundred square feet. So there's there's some changes, but you really can't see them from the naked eye driving the road. So what's the point of the show is that if you need anything uh, serviced at your office, uh, your commercial building, your restaurant, if you need your heating and air conditioning at your house taken care of, you can call Build America Services at 483 483- Four eight four eight. We have one number to build America. You call the one number and simply ask, um, you know, ask to talk to someone in services, construction, or properties, and bingo, you get sent that way. It's a one-stop shop. You don't have to go to multiple places. And when you call, you know that's all going to be taken care of. You don't have to worry about, well, gee, what if they find something wrong with the plumbing? We got to call a plumber. No, no, no. All taken care of. One number. Yeah, we talk about call all uh, advertising, and I'm sorry, I should know this for radio and TV, but I don't. But all digital advertising, okay, if you took 100% of digital advertising out there, 92% of the response from that advertising is by telephone. In other words, if they saw you on your website, um, 92% of the people did not respond to you on your website. They simply picked up the phone and called your phone number that's on your website. 
It's a little something Facebook and Twitter could learn from. Well, they should. So you the, can't get a hold of anybody. Yeah, the there. point of that is you call 757-483-4848. And if you call right now, you'll hear, your, you'll hear it ring over the air because uh, I've had it forwarded to my cell phone today. <laughs> I don't want an answering service right now because I want to make sure that someone that has a vested interest in my company is answering the phone. Value. Value. Add value. Somebody that you know is going to get the job done right. So, folks, hopefully uh, we'll be talking about some really cool stuff next week. Stick around. You can find me at DwayneCotton.com, or you can simply go to BuildAmericaConstruction.com and look at all of our goodies we have there to offer. We've got a lot of stuff to see, including the new build in uh, Chesapeake. So looking forward to seeing uh, yep. the final product of all that once the keys are turned over. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. We actually have a photographer that's going to come out and do her final uh, uh, photography with all the proper lighting. So it's really, really going to pop it. Awesome house. Cool beans. 483-4848. Dwayne Cotton's Build America. DwayneCotton.com. Your one-stop shop. Everything from the foundations to the roof and everything in between. You want to get it done? You want to get it done right? Do you like the word value? Would you like to have value? Well, DwayneCotton.com is where you go. 483-4848. Services, building, commercial, real estate, you name it. And by the way, if you see a house that needs to be rescued... 483-4848. Get that house saved. And maybe you have a house you don't want to work on. Sell it to me. There's your value. You don't even have to deal with it. Just call me. <laughs> value with Dwayne Cotton's Build America every week right here. Real-